right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith, and on the line, John Burr from middle of nowhere, as is his want. John, where are you at? Keith, I have a breaking news update. I was just flicked off by a homeless man as I entered the freeway. Oh, good. Did you tell... For no reason. Did you tell him... He did not like the cut of my (laughs) Ford Focus's jib. (laughs) Uh, Was he trying to hitchhike? Did you tell him he was breaking the law? Uh, I think I just so aggressively did not make eye contact that he had enough. (laughs) You you aren't one for eye contact all the time. You will. Yeah. You will look away if you have no interest. That's correct. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm doing. I feel like I I always like to broadcast when something is clearly not going to happen. Yep. Well, you're uh, you're out. What you're you're on a shoot of some sort, right? Yes. Can you tell us anything about it? Um. Well, here's the deal. I'm not supposed to. Okay. But I don't feel like there's any way I could get in trouble for it because. How would anyone find out? Right. No one listens to this. And just judging from the amount of blood and breasts in the scenes that I have been in, and this <laughs> being on a, not a network TV show, but just a cable TV show, and this happened to me before, I feel like these scenes will never see the light of day. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. So I'm, I'm shooting for the AMC TV show Preacher. Oh, but fun. I do not. But but I do not think my. I've been told that my scenes may not make it. And I do not think my scenes will make it. But I have some lines, and I get blood sprayed all over my face. That's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. Does Preacher have the nudity? I don't even. Fi- I've never no, seen. No, I don't an think so. Man, I feel bad. It's one of my all-time favorite comic books. But I tried to watch the show, and I didn't really like it at all. Uh, I don't know if we can talk about this, but you you told me and Chuck that you uh. You met a certain actor I really like, and, and there's breaking news about it. Because oh yeah, that's true. The the Deadwood movie was just greenlit, or announced it was just greenlit moments ago, and uh, you, you had a right. chance to meet a Deadwood cast member. So nothing's I'd come met up in conversation. I actually got to speak to him more. I got to speak to Franks and Beans, W. Earl Brown, a little bit. Oh and, yeah. And uh, and uh, he uh, we didn't talk about that. So, but I, everything I've heard him say is that it's kind of touch and go. Right. So I'm not going to believe any Deadwood or David Milch stories until I see him at the horse track and he tells me it's happening. That's pretty good. And he's not trying to get money from me. <laughs> yeah. I'm, Here's I'm, a fun fact that you can relate to. Don't trust someone who's in horrible gambling debt. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, uh, that makes sense. If you haven't, if you haven't read about uh, Milch's horrible gambling, gambling debts, just Google it. There are some great long-form oh. articles out there about it. That'll, uh, I want to say thirty million in debt. Is that right? Something like that. And uh, he uh, had, that's Kevin Love. Uh, that's Kevin Love extension numbers. Yeah, yeah. Per year. And, and he's worked out some form of indentured servitude to HBO, where like they own him. Yeah, he just he just makes terrible pilots that they never uh, they never pick up. Like, They're like su- it, Succession <laughs> is basically like a do over on a pilot he tried to do with Brendan Gleeson instead of uh, Ryan Cox. He also, I want to say they, they literally HBO has told his creditors, like, don't break his legs. We'll keep him working and you get a cut of whatever we pay him. And they're like, okay, wow. that, that arrangement is fun. That sounds like a dream arrangement for you, right, John? 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I'll just I'll just put you in touch with Pickle, <laughs> and you and Pickle can sort out whatever you know. That's right. It's like, I don't actually is. need money. I just need you, I need an employer who will keep uh, the bookies at bay. That's all. Yep. That's that's kind of the dream. All right. Well, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a, little, a brief talk. Uh, some of our schedules got got mixed up. I had uh, some health issues in my household. Uh, interfered with an interview. Also, on top of the issues I had losing power last week, uh, you'll you'll enjoy this, John. I had I had a customer service interaction, which. I know sometimes people get nervous hearing about the all uh, power to all the people, Keith. When I deal with the customer service, so a c- couple things. So you know the the neighbor's tree fell down, took out the power lines, took out the power pole, uh, utility pole falling, ripped all the things off the back of my house. Took our, out the lifestyle. Yeah, our our listeners already know this much. So now we're in the process of of, of making us whole. You know, it ended up the we amelioration. Needed- Right. We needed to make a, uh, an insurance claim because apparently the, the wires getting yanked out tried to yank like the fuse box of our home out of a tiny hole. Uh-oh. And it, it, bent, <laughs> it bent the uh, electrical box. A bunch of electricians kept being like, oh, that ain't, that ain't good. Well, yes, well. <laughs> the, oh, the, the neutral snapped. Like, That's they, hands-on hips, electrician commentary. Right. And again, whenever you're dealing with in whenever you're dealing with like service people who are uh, or I guess, you know, like um construction workers who are know they're being employed by an insurance company, I don't trust them at all. Right. You, you know, all the muttering under their breath. I'm like, whatever, you're just gonna charge the insurance company. But so then my neighbor, my neighbor who's like, hey man, I'll take care of that tree if it, if your insurance doesn't get it. If your insurance gets it. You know, then I'll, I'll then I'll pitch in for for the deductible. I'm like, all right, all right, mm-hmm. cool. Because tree law, tree law is crazy. Sharia tree law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, because like if a tree falls and doesn't hit anything, it's kind of your problem, no matter where it started. But if a tree right. falls and starts off a catastrophic chain reaction that then hits your house, it still doesn't really count. I don't know. Like the tree has to actually hit your house, not hit something that it then knocks over and hits your house. But anyway. Well, I, well, I've told you when my neighbor's tree fell on us, the resultant chaos was so insane that we ended up killing this woman with our minds. <laughs> yeah. So it set off a, steri- a series of events that ended in my neighbor's death. So tread lightly, Keith. Yeah. So it ended up that my neighbor also was like, you know, like I understood he's being above board. He's being friendly. Technically, he doesn't have to do anything. But that then sounds he, great. You, you need to record his conversations. Right, right. I think he's a lawyer, and every time he's, he, he would speak to me, he'd be like, hey, this isn't you know official or anything, but just between us. And, <laughs> and, and, then, and, then, he, and then he would talk. But he, he was telling me, so like, next step, he, he's like, oh, I got a tree guy. I can get a good quote. And I was like, well, my insurance company has looked at, at the tree, and they're just going to cut me a check unrelated to whatever quote any tree company gives they're just going to c- cut me a check so whatever Keith, you need to tell that guy that your insurance is covering nothing <laughs> right well so that's just keep that's, the check yeah so so that's the that's like the the scam i could pull on my neighbor if i wanted to commit a crime i don't want yeah. to but no so Go but, but Come so, on. so so my neighbor's like well, well he's like well i got a tree guy so i think i can get a low bid and a high bid and we can take the high bid to the insurers and I'm like, you did not hear what I just said. My insurance no. is just going to cut a check, period. And and then my neighbor's like, well, I I would hate for it to be a low bid, and then you get to, to get a bigger check. And I was like, no, 
that's best case scenario because I'm already out my deductible. This Why? guy is a terrible lawyer. Yeah, so he might be a little of uh yeah. What's the Arrested Development lawyer? I don't remember his name right uh, now. All I remember is that I'm supposed to hate Jeffrey Tambor now. Right, right. Jeffrey Tambor's out. So anyway, so so I think we get the tree taken care of, despite my neighbor trying to get a lowball bid, hoping there's going to be an insurance claim that's going to work out for him somehow when it can't. Uh, then Comcast came to reconnect my my cable box, or to reconnect the, the, the cable line. And uh, so I got a couple things when a guy comes to my house. And this might be a bit of Larry Davidness, but I don't like it when someone comes to my house and asks to use my bathroom. I feel like they should, oh. use, the, I feel like they should use the bathroom before they get there. Because he's all Oh, pound- my God. Is, is that, am I completely in the wrong here? Yeah. So, like, That's I'm monstrous, at, but I like it. It's on brand. So, I'm at home with two small children. Uh huh. And like I'm like holding a baby, and I'm with my three year old, and he's like, "Hey, man, I hate to ask. Can can I hit the head?" I'm like, "Man, why don't you why don't you pee before you drive into my house? It just seems like you're a stranger. I don't want you coming into my house." Um. Anyway, so I'm like, "Fine, come and use the bathroom." Then he's. Oh, all- I thought you said that for a second, and I was amazed. No, 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 no. I was like, That's "That would have been incredible." <laughs> like I'm I, I, like, you know, it's an arranged appointment for this guy to come into my house, so I'm not going right. to deny him a toilet. But I don't like it. Uh, and yeah. then, and then he's like, "Hey, man, how's your back?" I'm like, uh, healthy. Uh-huh. And he's like, "Do you mind holding this ladder and giving it a boost?" And I'm literally like, "I'm holding a baby. I didn't yeah. know I'd have. <laughs> I didn't know I'd have to be involved." In the actual, you like scaling the pole and things. So I, I did that. So this guy, this guy is, he's, he's doing fine. <laughs> he's just not my, I, I thought he was going to do his job and I was not going to help do his job. But, right. so he, he ends up connecting the cable back to the house and he's like, oh, I, I've got to look at your cable boxes to make sure they're, uh, they're up to speed. I'm like, oh, well, my cable boxes are very, very old. And, and, so, yeah. he, and so he looks at him, he's like, yeah, these cable boxes are no good. I have to take your cable boxes. And I'm like, no, that's okay. I want to keep my cable boxes because I want to keep my DVR programs on there. I don't want to give uh-huh. them up to you. He's like, well, I can't let you have these cable boxes. They're too old. They're no longer serviceable. Your DVR programs will be saved. And I said, no, they will not be saved. How in your mind are these DVR programs going to be saved when you take the boxes? He's like, well, everything post-October 2017 is saved in the cloud. I said, well, right. I said, well, first of all, you're like uh, Courtney Lee scored 0.4 seconds left in the game while I was watching my son explode out of my wife's nethers. Damn it. And that was before that. Well, I was going to say, actually, I have uh grind forth the story of the 2012 Memphis Grizzlies saved on uh-huh. one. I was like, well, uh-huh. you can't have that. And then also I was like, how exactly are these 10 year old cable boxes communicating with the cloud and uploading these old DVR to programs? He's like, they're saved in the cloud. I have to take your boxes. I'm like, I'm this ha- guy is sprouting more nonsense than Jack Lemon and Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. <laughs> right. And so I, I told him, like, I'm happy to uh, sign anything that says customer refuses to, you know, hand over cable boxes. He's like, I have to take your cable boxes or I can't. <laughs> he's like, or I, ca- I can't check the, the call is complete. I said, I said, well, it's bizarre. You're forcing me to give you my cable boxes. Uh, I'm not going to give them to you. And he said, I'm not forcing you. I said, and I said, well, you just said you have to take them. Can you show me anywhere where my programs are backed up in the cloud? 
Like, can I log into Xfinity and see the programs? Because there's no way they're there. And he said, right. no, you can't see them. Uh, I'm going to take off. Have a nice day. So it, it was an abrupt it was an abrupt ending. He just stuck out his I, hand with, with a handshake. I, I still mean, have my, my old cable boxes. I feel for that guy, and you know it pains me to take your side. But I know. I, I mean, this, you had to do this. I, grind forth the story of the 2012 Memphis Grizzlies. That's you have what, so much. You have the Clay Thompson third quarter on there. I do. I mean, you I, know what I, we really got to do, Keith. We got to get that crap off your cable box. Well, that's what I was thinking. I need. I need. To, I need to go through the steps. Blu-ray printer, 3D Blu-ray printer. Yeah. Where you can just where you can just cybernetically watch that on one eyeball anytime you want to. And I know there are steps to get it off of the cable box. I, I've read them before. There are many steps, but I mean, there, there, there's all kinds of ports coming out of the back of that box where I'm sure I can get my stuff off of there. Then I'm gonna have weird video files that I'm never gonna watch. That's gonna be great. But anyway, I guess we should probably get to some basketball now that I found out that I did not cross any lines of of decency or. Uh, customer service faux pas, which I know drives some people nuts. Uh, are, are you able, have you been able to keep up with, with any of the stuff that's been going on while you're on your shoot? Um, I have, I can like very surreptitiously look at my phone at all times. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have a, like a, a good cover story as to why I am constantly looking at my phone. Yeah. What, but, uh, what is the cover story? Something to do with like death and dying. I don't know. Oh yeah, that's like, the, I, I can't keep them all straight. That's the but, same. Uh, that's the same. Like the yeah, same. Same one, same one I use on you. Right. Yeah. That's uh, the same bag of but, excuses. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I, but I like I look at Twitter. Like I don't really have a site to look at basketball news anymore. Has this happened to you? Like I don't know where to look. Right. I, like I get desperate sometimes, and I'm like, what has happened recently? And I'll, I used to look at Ball Don't Lie by Yahoo, but now like Google doesn't even want to find that. I go to the, I go to the hoops hype page sometimes just to see the big headlines. I still go to Popcorn Machine, which uh-huh. ag- which aggregates you know some of the, some of the biggest news stories. But they're all like at this I guess this time of the year it's all like, you know, uh, twenty two things you might not know about Andrew Wiggins. And I'm like right. I don't. Well, that's not that's yeah, that's not news. Like Ringer has a lot of hoops writers I enjoy, but like sifting through articles about The Bachelor to get to the good stuff, and even I mean. Uh, there's just there's also a lot of bad basketball stuff on there that I don't want to read. Yeah, like I can't uh, really read another Kevin O'Connor article where he's going to talk about maybe this is the year Russell Westbrook isn't a ball, primary ball handler. Like I can't read that again. Has he has he written his piece on the Boston Celtics offered a massive? Uh, picks package for Kawhi Leonard, but they were just beaten out by DeMar DeRozan. Danny Ainge, so close once again. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I can't, I just can't really, I can't, the sock puppetry, I can't, I can't handle it anymore. But so, yeah, if it's a hoops hype, huh? That's where I need to go. Well, I, don't, I, I would like to have a website I can go to as opposed to just refreshing Twitter. That would be nice. I mean, again, I don't, I don't massively support hoops hype. But just right, right now, when you're like, I'm, I'm getting in a car, I can call if you want. I was like, all right, let's go to Hoops Hype to make sure I'm not missing anything. And there's not a whole lot, uh, not a whole lot there. Uh, I will say, Carmelo Anthony, as we speak right now, he's a hawk. We, yes. are, we are living in Carmelo Anthony Atlanta hawk moments, which will be remembered, I think, fondly, much like Tony Allen is a bull. 
which, yeah. which he was for, for a handful of days. I don't know. Do they, do they give him a number? Does he get to wear Sheed's honorary? Was that 36 on the Hawks? <sighs> I don't know. I think they should give him John Conkac's number. Uh, I assume that was retired. <laughs> Is it not? <laughs> Danny Manning's number? Can they give him Danny Manning's number? <laughs> uh, uh, what are your thoughts on that trade? Because well, I, I am a fan. Oh, I think it's a great trade for the Hawks. I, I, I think I'm, it's a great trade for both teams. Well, I, I'm super happy that the Hawks finally turned their cap space into like an asset as opposed to just spending it on stupid things. So right. the Hawks are really well set up. Like they've got all kinds of picks coming in the next few years, and they're going to be so horrible this year, just like chilling out. Figuring out if Lloyd Pierce can coach basketball, uh, if Trey Young can play ball. I, I've actually was just reading about Trey Young again. I really like Trey Young. I don't, I, I'm a I'm gonna try well, to get him in some fantasy. Love. I'm gonna try to get him His in some head fantasy. Looks leagues. like an Asian testicle. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So and then Carmelo gets paid over thirty million dollars a year now because he gets to sign you know another contract on top of his fully guaranteed twenty eight million dollar contract. I don't understand it as much. H- how do you feel about it from Houston's side? of them bringing in Michael Carter-Williams and Carmelo Anthony to uh, fill the holes left by Trevor Ariza and the Prince, Luke Mbaamute. I'm really stunned by the Carmelo stuff just because of him and D'Antoni's relationship. Right. So I'm really spooked out. Like, Michael Carter-Williams, I feel like I kind of like it just because of the way he's built, and I really do think that there are guys – who can replace what Ariza like? I know Ariza was very important in the playoffs, but he also sucks. Oh, oh, so that's a uh, over twelve or Ariza. I forgot. Yeah, to, I forgot so to call like, him by his full ev- name. Everyone freaks. Everyone freaking out about Ariza leaving to me is like that guy was so double edged that I don't really like. I I do understand everyone's viewpoint on it. I just don't really agree. I, I would. Uh, uh, go ahead, Michael Carter Williams. Let Let us not forget. He shot 33% from the field last year. Yeah, he can go out there and do what Trevor Reza does. <laughs> shoot like 33% from the field. Tre- I mean, Trevor Reza legit shot way better. And, and this yeah, is, this is coming off of him shooting 36.6% the year before. I mean, he's shooting under 40% the last two seasons on two-pointers. Like, what is even going on? Although I kind of... Yeah, those are, uh, those are Dennis Schroeder numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so that's pretty mad. How, how do you think D- Dennis Schroeder is going to take over that Reggie Jackson role? I feel like he might... Super he might... Saiyan Reggie Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, th- I think he might thrive on the Thunder. I mean, he's just a way better Reggie Jackson. Do we, do we think... Are we getting carried away with the Thunder again? Like, I feel like they're going to be super uh... good, but maybe they're not. I thought they were going to be amazing last year, and they, they were not. Well, I, I do think that uh, Carmelo really, really hurt them last year. Yeah, it wasn't, um, it wasn't good. Um, and I do think that, like, I think the notion that Schroeder and uh, Melo are, or Schroeder and Westbrook are going to play t- well together is kind of silly. But I do think it makes because the, the Thunder are, are so worthless when when Westbrook isn't out there. And you know, now now I feel like there's they're just a there's a problem on the court at all times for uh, the Thunder now. And sometimes Schroeder is going to be Schroeder and, and, and shoot them out of games. But it's nice that they have something that Melo's complete inability to do anything other than be a black hole wounded them. Whereas Schroeder's not going to do that because Schroeder can pass and Schroeder can D up. Uh, he can't 
get to the hole at all. So maybe he won't do that with them. But I, I just feel like, and what's what's really what's the risk in taking a flyer on a player like Dennis Schroeder to get rid of Carmelo Anthony? Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, it obviously it saved them a ton of money. They still have to get rid of Kyle Sigler to save themselves even more money. But like Schroeder, I love the Muscala aspect of it too. That um, gives you somebody you can play besides Stephen Adams. Muscala, did he end up? He ended up somewhere else. Oh, he did. Yeah, Muscala that makes me sad. Uh, he's on the Sixers. Oh, I like that well, too. I understood how Muscala couldn't go to the Thunder because uh-huh. actually Mike Muscala and Kyle Singler are played by the same guy. Oh. <laughs> he's it's, uh, he's been he's been conning these people for five million dollar contracts. For that Mike Muscala pick and roll though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, like he's a he's one of those guys that everyone is like, oh, he's solid, but he's 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 bad. I feel that like Delaney that Delaney Muscala pick and roll down in ATL was not bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I th- I think he's one of those guys that NBA Twitter has gotten slightly carried away with. Like, oh, he's he's solid. He's good. Who's the white summer league guy who they chanted MVP at? Yeah, you that's guys did Jack a, Jack Cooley. Jack Cooley. He's he's kind of like Bobo Jack Cooley right now. Oh, uh, here here was a here was a Twitter highlight, which uh, always make good stories. Um, the the Phoenix. Uh, stop, stop breaking news! I, I'm passing an IHOP. I am passing an IHOP. Is it an IHOP or an IHOP? Did they did they did they it says s- IHOP? They, uh, I've never seen this logo before. It's just like bubbly letters IHOP with a smiley face. Well, there you go. No. uh the Phoenix Suns were giving away a Jack Cooley game-worn Summer League jersey, and I replied underneath it, ain't no one man enough to wear that Cooley jersey, and, <laughs> and Jack Cooley liked it. So I was pretty happy. Yeah. I was pretty happy. I was pretty, pretty See fun. if you can get back in it, get back up in the mix and get that jersey. Yeah, I think I had to retweet something, which I did from one of my burner accounts. As far as I know, I have not won it. Uh, now you no. got to retweet it with that account so they can link it and give it to you. That would that, that would be good. Our, they'll look at our they'll look at our all too real follower account. Yeah. No, I was also thinking about uh, like guys who who people overrate. It's like the the Nets signed Travion Graham, and I feel like uh-huh. everyone's like, oh, what a, what a sneaky get by Sean Marks. It's like guys, slow down. He's not <laughs> he's not going to change anything. He's not he's not going to affect the twenty eighteen nineteen. NBA season. We need to stop patting Sean Marks on the back. I'm going to have an entire episode. I don't know who the guest is going to be where I just say like it's going to be focused on we have to quit applauding Sean Marks. Maybe when he wins 40 games. When the Nets win 40 games, we could then praise like the great GM moves of Sean Marks. I know he was put behind a... Even, even in this watered down. I know. I know he was put in a terrible situation. That entered. That's a ways off. Exactly. It's like he's going to be bad. They're going to be bad again. Like I know they're they've gotten yeah. a bunch of like late first round picks for stuff, but guys, at some point you need to do something. Anyway, that's that, that's another episode. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, right. Demar Derozan, big trade. Obviously, uh, we talked about a, a little bit. Um, now we're getting some of the news coming out. Apparently, Demar Derozan is very sensitive. Right. He feels hurt. He feels betrayed by Masai. I think this is all uh, a tad ridiculous. People like coming to his defense too. DeRozan got traded for someone who's better. Yes. Like you can't be outraged. You right. got traded for someone better and sent to the best NBA franchise of the last 20 years and possibly one of the best coaches in the history of the game. 
Yeah. You were not wronged in any way. I think this is just noise and we'll go away though. So, yeah, I just, I don't lend, I I don't lend like credence to this, like the, like the, the truly terrifying, like Kawhi Leonard has like a social anxiety disorder, can't communicate with his fellow man, only can communicate through blood relatives weirdness. Yeah. That's, those are the stories worth following. Or, or Kawhi Leonard um, deciding he's not going to show up for the Team USA minicamp mm-hmm. to be coached by Pop. Yeah. I can't wait for the uh, emergency podcast the first time the Raptors and the Spurs play, and we, we have to break Ooh. down the, the handshake or the, or the knowing nod between Pop and Kawhi. That will, that will be the new malice at the palace. Uh, what's, your, um, what's your take on, on Kevin Love getting paid? It's a tradable contract. Why not? I mean, it's a bear. It's only tradable to the extreme desperate teams of the world. I think it, there are plenty. There are plenty. I'm nervous. I think he actually might end up getting traded for Blake Griffin in the future. At some wow. point, they're just going to be like, you know, these uh, these are two of the worst contracts in the NBA. Like two years from now. <laughs> yeah. Why, why don't you take mine? We'll take yours. It'll be it'll be great. Um, I'm I'm really interested to see like what this. Cavs team that LeBron built will will do now that he's gone. Yeah. Because look at all these fools he attracted. Well, I saw someone being like, this extension guarantees that this pick next year will convey, I think, to the Hawks because it's top 10 protected. Uh-uh. And I was like, oh, yeah? <laughs> like, uh-uh. we're, we're certain... You know, Kevin Love's like the second best player in the East now. <laughs> well, 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 that, that is true. But I still think like we don't think the Cavs are making the playoffs, and that means they only need to move up four spots to to be a top ten pick. Yeah, I, I I think they could be pretty bad. And poor poor Rodney Hood, he's just out there. He's just the what are the the loner? Even Alex Lynn got a contract. Poor, right, Rodney poor. Hood and David Nwaba are just wandering the wilderness. Well, at least at least Nwaba got uh, he got released, so he he could probably end up somewhere okay. But uh, what happened to that guy's stock? I remember Nwaba being kind of a Twitterati lover boy for a minute. Yeah, it's I think just nothing. I think Bulls fans are still desperately hoping that he comes back because it seems like the Bulls have have a, a dire need for his services. But I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where he might go if he would take grit grind. Nwaba. We man, grit grind doesn't have any more roster spots. I know. Uh, R.I.P. I was, I was Dr- ecstatic to see Jarrell Martin get cut. Yeah. Oh, not cut. Wave. I mean, traded. We didn't didn't yeah. have to give up. Uh, didn't have to give up anything to get rid of him, and yeah. got you know uh, some salary relief. I, that's also this best funny... Chris trade of uh, my lifetime. <laughs> do you do you think? <laughs> I like to imagine there's some kind of like group chat that all these gms are on has to be and real late at night you know maybe they're chilling maybe you know a couple drinks couple having the nightcap and they just text each other and they're like hey hey who's your uh who's your most trash player and they're yeah. like uh i just got Dakari johnson a few days ago he's like all right hey if i gave you my most trash player and paid his contract for you you want to call that in He's like, man, I don't even care. Let's do it. Let's do it. How many relationships have been soiled in that very slame, that very same Slack or Discord chat where <laughs> they thought they were sending a DM and just just ragged on like gar packs in the in the open chat? <laughs> Could be, uh, or or maybe something came out, and that's why some of these guys still have jobs. Maybe that's how uh, 
uh, Ernie Grunfeld is still employed. Some someone oh, someone pu- publicly blasted a, a DM, and he he, he holds it o- over their head. But uh, what do you think Dakari Johnson's been doing? He he's like this year's Luke Rittenauer. There was that summer Luke Rittenauer's contract got traded three times in a week. That I was, mean, at least Luke was retired. Dakari's a young guy. That stuff freaks me out. Like the psychic damage that would do. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I guess you know when you're in a millionaire's business, you kind of just roll with the punches and uh, smile. But that would, I mean, I would not be rolling into camp in the best shape of my life. <laughs> right. I think uh, what Dakari is now a magic. Their front court is packed. So he's probably not going there when it, when it all settles. The, the magic to me are so bizarre because I really love a lot of their players yet have no hope for them. They are, they are beyond bizarre. I don't understand how anytime, anytime podcasters or writers are, are talking about this upcoming season and they're like, oh, yeah, like, like the teams that aren't going to be competitive, it's like the Hawks, the Kings, just going to be like the absolute worst. How do we get the magic in that in that just common throwaway conversation? Like the magic, it seems like they're going to be horrible again. Like I don't, I mean, I guess like Fournier is kind of fun. Jonathan Simmons is an okay NBA player. Aaron Gordon is is pretty good. And then it's like, but who is? What are they gonna do with like everything else? <sighs> I just want to see Jonathan Isaac and Aaron Gordon do fun things. That's all I ask for. Oh, I even I even forgot they had uh I forgot they have Mozgov. They have Mozgov and Dakari Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Who who's paying for dinners on that team? It's gotta be Mozgov, right? <laughs> or or uh yeah. Pick up the drinks, Team of Faye. I mean they so so I don't remember is Biombo back in Charlotte? This is great. This is like Chuck's game. Uh I don't know where Biombo is. Yeah, because he, he got tra- he got traded for Mozgov. Yeah. yeah. He's back on the uh, the the magic. I mean, the, I mean the Hornets. How? Oh man, the the getting Mozgov is going to have a new like a new term now. It's no longer going to mean getting dunked on. It's going to be getting. Tra- it's going to be tra- getting traded for somehow the only worse contract than yours. It, it's amazing that uh, Mozgov was quoted as one of the worst salaries ever, and he's been traded so many times. Right. Yeah, that's another thing. We should probably stop using the word untradeable contract. Yeah, so far that, the, that phrase that phrase can can kindly take a hike. So far, the, if you can trade Mozgov, you can trade anything. Well, I was going to say Lou Deng, Joe Kim Noah, Chandler Parsons, still untradeable, and perhaps the 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 medium sized salary of Cristiano Cristiano Felicio, eight million Maybe a year. Maybe we can trade possibly still uh, untradeable. Can we trade Chandler Parsons for Bobby Bonilla? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we Bob- just have to keep giving Bobby Bonilla a million dollars every year until he dies. That's right. Every, 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 every June 1st. All right. Well, Hey, wrapping up since you're about to get to your location. Uh, yeah. You know, you- maybe, maybe team of fail just end up like me just forever shooting reshoots <laughs> and never getting to actually uh, play. Right. Right. Uh, Mozgov is like, uh, my, my, my minutes were edited out. I, was- I, mean, I really, I, I really feel for him. Cause like when you go to do shoot reshoots or pickups, like yeah. I, I kind of feel like I'm Dakari. I'm going in. I'm like, well, I can try, but this is not really going to be ever seen. <laughs> but they have to do this in case they need this because they didn't shoot it or fired someone or so many reasons go into reshoots. But I'm going to get paid anyways. This is just, well, I'm changing my my stance on Dakari because I think these are really fun, 
and I just go out and have a good time. There you go. And you get to travel, and you know they they pay for everything. I'm sure for Dakar they pay for everything. He gets a massage daily. Do, Come on. Do you think he? I wonder if he is racking up those frequent flyer miles. Like, oh, I got 100%. traded. I got traded to Orlando today. Uh, Orlando, I'm flying there right now. Uh, c- can you meet me at the airport? Pick me up. Take me to dinner. And then two yeah, days I'm, later, he's like, oh yeah, well I will now fly to uh, Memphis. Please take me to you know. Let, let, let's see what Memphis has to offer. I, I just assume he can fly anywhere he wants to for free. Although, man, they're really undoing all that good frequent flyer mile stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, maybe, like maybe, maybe at least if he goes Orlando to, oh, I guess Memphis doesn't have a, can Southwest fly to Memphis? Get that companion pass working? I don't, can anything fly into Memphis? I just assumed everyone bust in still. Well, I mean, Tony Allen is still the sponsor of the airport, I think. <laughs> Welcome to Mem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but look at it. Look at it, look at the Grizzlies now that they have Shelvin Mack, uh, and they picked up. Oh, that that smells doom for your boy Garrett Temple. Like, but I still, I don't think, I don't think there's any way. I mean, now they they obviously they got rid of Joe Martin. Um, they're probably going to cut Dakari Johnson. But right. but what do you think the what, what do you think the rotation is going to be if this is the roster come training camp? I was trying to work it out. Like, if Mike Conley's even playing, like. How do those guards work with who plays? Like Wayne Selden, Marshawn Brooks, Garrett Temple, Dylan Brooks, and then like Kyle Anderson at the three. Maybe he can do some two. And then Conley, Mack, Harrison. It's really, really weird. Yeah. I mean, like only four of those people probably are going to play, or five. To me, it signals that perhaps the videos of Conley dunking in the gym are a little bit of a misnomer, and that oh, we're going yeah. to need guards for a while. Yeah, uh, um, John Roser was pointing out he thinks that's a nine foot goal. I think John Roser's coming on the show next week. He's gonna he's gonna tell me about how he's pretty <laughs> sure uh, Conley was dunking on a nine foot goal in that video. They put the camera on the ground, you know, to yeah. look up. That's that's how that's how you make you, it look like your three year old's jumping really high. This is as a Pruder film I'll watch over and over again. Right. Yeah. No. I'm getting, very I'm very interested in this, and I'll be really hurt if it turns out to be true. Well, like as a Grizzlies fan. You got to think them getting Shelvin Mack, Omri Caspi, and signing Kyle Anderson. That means that Parsons and Conley probably aren't looking great, you know. Or they're pl- they're they're planning for those moves look even better if you imagine those guys aren't going to contribute fully again. Chandler Parsons' discourse is so painful to me. It's rough, but he, he got that German blood, man. He got that German blood work. I don't. A Teutonic blood work is not enough for me at this point. <laughs> I want his blood. <laughs> no, if, if, but if you going back to the backcourt, if you were running the team, who would you think you would start at the two? <sighs> I mean, I'd start Temple. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at. I'd start Temple. Um, I, I like the odd men out for me are both point guards, which is weird. Uh-huh. Uh, it's. it's uh, Mac and Harrison are my two least favorite players of the group. I only like Marshawn Brooks for uh, comical reasons, but here we are. Yeah. Um, I just don't see, I know you like Andrew Harrison, but I can't stand him. Uh, Shelvin Mack, like I've, I enjoy him when he's good, but he's very rarely good. Right. I have some weird like Butler allegiance to him because I liked it. I feel like Magic Johnson. I liked him on TV in March that one time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like clinging to it desperately, but I mean, I've it, it. He's never impressed. 
Um, I mean, I really want Wayne Seldon and Dylan Brooks to be things, but I don't know if it's going to be things. Right. I mean, I, I know that's definitely sacrilege in Grizz fandom circles, but I don't think we've, not, I don't think anything has been proven. Right. Um, I mean, the, the only, the only player I, the only players, the only player I know that we can play is Garrett Temple. Right. As, as, as a starter. That's the only one I know we can play. Even though it finally occurred to me that Garrett Temple went to LSU, which explains uh-huh. why Chris Wallace signed him because he only right. knows things about three colleges and he goes right. to LSU like, like five times every year. For I don't the know. food. He has a, he has a foodie. Yeah. It's all pasta and crayfish related. Right. It's all deep fried. Yeah. <sighs> no, yeah. I was trying to do a rotation and like I gave all the small forward minutes to like Kyle Anderson and Dylan Brooks, which seemed like almost too many minutes. And then right. some Dylan at two. I, I had Marshawn Brooks and Wayne Seldon not playing at all. And then I was like, I gave uh, Andrew Harrison 12 minutes and also Shelvin Mack 12 minutes. It was kind of a weird, I don't know. Right. It's, Are it's you doing be, this on NBA 2K? Uh, I haven't done it on 2K yet. I was actually doing it on a piece of paper, and then I'm like, I got I got to get some up, some updated rosters for 2K so I can spend all my time rearranging the uh, the playing time page. That's like my favorite part about 2K is just the uh, oh yeah, just setting the rotations, the gameplay. Not that fun. Not a. I don't love well, it. Well, I just don't know how to play. Like the notion of running plays. No. Right. I, I kind of lost the ability to run plays in a game post in a te- post tech mobile world. Right. I, I even like, went into like the team practice mode and there's like a weird arrow on the ground and I do it yeah. wrong every time. And it's like, no. I, try, I throw one pass and it like starts me over. I'm like, I don't even know what I'd like. Do I have to watch a YouTube video that explains how to do the practice? Yes. I, don't, yes I, don't, you do. I don't want to do that. You have to watch a YouTube video made by a Korean child playing Overwatch. Yeah. yeah. YouTube videos are for telling me where the treasure chests are on Red Dead Redemption. I'm, not, bought, I'm not about to do it for 2K. I just bought a like a Japanese style role playing game for the Switch. Uh-huh. And they don't. And Switches like come in a box the size of your palm with on the inside of that box, a microchip the size of your pinky fingernail okay that's what that's what they come with and then no sort of like instruction manual or anything for this relatively complex game and if you try to google how to play it sends your ass to youtube (laughs) that's the world we live in now i'm starting to watch things on i'm starting to like to level up as a as a person in this society and sadly leveling up is learning that you don't watch tv anymore you go home you turn on your idiot box and you put on YouTube and start watching stuff on YouTube. That's, that's right. how you get, that's how you join the youth culture, but I'm getting there. Or, or when you're trying to find your red dead redemption, Easter eggs. And it's like, would you like to see the next video? Man takes, man takes wagon over the falls. Like, Oh yeah. 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 No, I want to see. Oh, that what, man makes a watch the stagecoach float between uh, West Elizabeth and Perdido. Oh, Oh, oh yeah, I will. I will you need to get ready for our, our yearly things we're gonna do but never do meeting that we have at the podcast this year because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be saying things like Twitch and stream and things oh. I don't understand. Yeah, I, things we, that I think our our long dead sponsor Rabble used to try to do. That is that is Chuck's department. I we gotta get Chuck to start doing these Twitch uh, videos. I can't figure it out. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. Oh, man. <laughs> if only we that's, were. That's that's usually how it works, Chuck will be the expert on something and then uh, I'll get frustrated that Chuck doesn't have enough time so I'll do a cannonball into it 
but then I'm so inept at it, it probably do more harm than good. Yeah. <laughs> but I am willing to I am willing to wait in. <laughs> yeah, we, we got to figure these out. Apparently, no one's on Twitter. Everyone's on Twitch. That's where the children are. That's where the yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely really big, but I have a hard time navigating it. I think I subscribe to listener at Monta World Peace and at Patrick Cartner, and that's the only things I got going on. I think that's all. I I, I don't even think I follow you. I created a Fast Break Breakfast account. Uh, oh, good. Just to watch some 2K League. I figured I should support the 2K League. Eh, oh, whatever. Jesus. All right. Well, John, hey, thanks for calling in. Uh, have fun on your shoot. If you have a chance to high five uh, Dan Doherty, you know, just tell him it's for me. I love that I think that I think the chance is coming on, but I, I, sh- I should have. I got starstruck. I won't, I won't lie. Yeah. He, he's the uh, best. That, he's like one of my favorite the character actors of all time. You gotta, you gotta catch him in, in uh, season two of True Detective. Ah, I gotcha. That's a bridge too far. <laughs> I can't do it. All right, buddy. All right, see ya. Adios. Yeah, never apologize for being G and Z. Fan break, break, man. You understand?